Hello people. I wanted to record a little introduction to this one. I've never done this one I've never done this before. I normally just hit record and then go and there's no stopping. Um but yeah, I just wanted to introduce this one. It's episode 46 and you'll have seen from the title it's called Don't Snack on Cheese. That'll make sense when you get right to the end of the podcast. Uh but yeah, I thought I'd have to introduce this one because uh yeah, the it's mainly about increasing your protein. Well, it's all about increasing your protein intake, but the title seems random until you get to the end. So yeah, talk about a few things in this one. Talk about how to, um, your, your awareness around protein, where it comes from, creating a shopping list, uh, putting kind of that all together and thinking about building meals off protein. And yeah, just a few little bits of tips on what not to snack on and what to snack on so yeah hope you enjoy the episode and here it comes welcome back to the podcast and we are on episode 46 getting very close to that episode 50 now so will i make it that's a question i'm sure we will i'll uh, i'll remind myself that when we hit episode 500 if you're still listening So in today's episode, you'll have seen from the title already, but I'm going to talk about some tips on how to increase your protein intake. It's a very common question that I get and most people, I think all people, yeah, all people that are training are trying to increase their protein to some degree because they want want it for growth and repair and it seems to be the macronutrient out the free macronutrients that is probably the most challenging for some people to get it to a certain level i know a lot of people that do struggle to to hit targets that they might be given and um yeah so hopefully this podcast will help you give a few like nothing of this is going to kind of blow you away i don't think but it's just little things to get in place to sort of help you um day to day get the most out of it and and try and hit them targets that you're trying to hit i suppose first of all like i wasn't planning on going through this but it's just coming to my head that it's probably a good place to start um how much do people actually need protein wise and it does depend on case to case what your goal is but i will give you like a bit of a rough guideline in a way how to work that out i might have touched on this before on a on a, another episode um however here we go so first thing you want to do is to we need we need to know what your um body weight is so we take the protein amount based off what your body requires based off your current level of body weight you might see some calculators that will take into account sort of lean body mass so looking at like just muscle rather than your 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 overall total body weight however i just use the total body weight it's a lot easier to use um so yeah so we need your body weight so what you want to do uh, looking at your body weight in kilograms um just convert it to from pounds if you need to um, but yeah, looking at your total body weight in kilograms, you want somewhere between um, 1.2 grams to 2.2 grams per kilogram of body weight. Now, the 1.2 gram that I've just said is very, very low on that scale. Uh, if you actually look at the, obviously I'm based in the UK, if you actually look at the NHS recommendation, 
oh, I'm going to have to Google it. I'm sure it's 0 0.8 per kilograms of body weight. Um, I'm going to have a look now. I'm sure it's something like that. It's so, so low. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, so the ref reference nutrient intake for protein for adults is 0 0.75 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. That is really low and that equates for 56 grams a day for men and 45 grams a day for women uh, super super low um, if you're doing any kind of resistance training or any not resistance training any training whatsoever you're going to need higher than that and when i said 1.2 grams i was on the low side of that so i normally recommend to people around 1.6 um but for people that are struggling to hit certain amounts already, jumping straight up to 1.6 kilograms per 1.6 grams per kilogram of body weight is a challenge. So, um, just to give you an example, let me get a calculator here. So, if you weigh 70 kilograms, 70 times 1.6. Let's use 1.6 as the minimum equals 112 so you want to aim for 112 grams of protein per day in your diet and for some straight away that might be way too high not way too high but way too difficult to achieve uh, so i think with with everyone i kind of have a look at what they're currently intaking um intaking didn't sound right there consuming let's go with consuming so doing a food diary let's have a look at how much you're currently consuming uh, using like my fitness pal or nutri checker any of these apps and let's just try and increase it a little bit um by what i'm going to talk about today so that that's the starting point i suppose so 1.6 grams to around 2.2 uh, grams per kilogram of your body weight that's how you want to work it out Obviously, if you're working with me, I would have given you a target already. Um, I suppose the first place to start is awareness of basically what is in food and a bit of an understanding of around macronutrients is definitely going to help you increase your protein levels per day. Just actually knowing what where protein comes from Um knowing the types of proteins that you can get um knowing a little bit about supplements potentially could help um but you kind of want to get the majority of your protein from your um diet what what you what you eating day to day without supplementing that's kind of what i recommend to people however there is absolutely nothing wrong with using whey protein to sort of bump them totals up. Um, I know I do it myself because um, it can be challenging. So yeah, having an awareness around food and um, what contain what foods contain protein, basically. Um, and thinking about that, uh, just to make this a little bit more educational rather than just giving you kind of tips, um, meat sources are obviously the, the huge one. Um, Per sort of grammage of, of the actual food type, any sort of meat protein is going to contain the most amount of um, grams of protein per gram 
of of the the food stuff um fish is up there as well so you've got meat and fish obviously now if you're vegetarian straight away you you're gonna struggle because you can't eat any of them things um so your next go-to is probably going to be looking at around eggs and dairy them kind of things um and potentially some like beans and pulses but there is a dramatic drop from sort of meat and fish sources um down to like beans and pulses uh, in terms of the amount of grams of protein they contain so but that that's part and parcel of it if you are a vegetarian that's what you're going to have to do and then you might then have to look at um supplementing with uh, whey protein as well um so yeah so, so you want to look at things like chicken um pork beef uh turkey lamb just gonna read off meat for you here now um i think i've run out <laughs> i can't think yeah horse if you're from france yeah just different types of meats obviously you've got then the fish tuna is obviously a big one uh mackerel is a big one a little bit higher in calories because of the fat um cod salmon again literally just listing fish off for you but yeah you get the idea so meat and fish are the big two looking looking at like obviously eggs are eggs um that's your next one down if you are vegetarian dairy but you can dairy does contain a little bit of protein there's a little bit more fat content in there which i've got a little bit um to discuss actually on dairy a little bit later on but thinking of things like trying to get some greek style yogurt is quite good uh, if you can then start to make things like overnight oats is really good so you've got a little bit of um small amount of protein in oats you've got a little bit of protein within yogurt but what you can also do then is add like a scoop of protein to that, which is going to increase it massively. So you're probably going to get around 30 to 40 odd grams of protein for that um, for that meal or snack, whatever it might be. So that's quite a large amount. Taking into account you're not using any sort of meat products with that. Um, so that's a good idea to do. And um, yeah, so being aware of what what where protein comes from is, is your first uh, stage once you've got that then that is obviously then going to help you create this shopping list that you're going to have to create when you go out and actually buy the foods uh, i think if you've got no awareness of where protein comes from you can go shopping all you like you you don't really know um you're not going to be buying the right things that kind of suit you and your lifestyle and trying to increased protein day to day is going to be tough if you don't know where it comes from um so yeah that'll lead nicely on to creating like the shopping list before you go and making sure that what you need is on that list and, you, and you're getting it in because if if it's in it will no doubt be used hopefully um and yeah it's going to lead to an increased protein and then i think tracking your actual calories and macronutrients is um really important so i touched on it before like finding out what you're currently eating by tracking um but yeah we want to we want to find out how much you're having um because we need to know whether you need to increase it first of all uh, but once you are starting to track you can and you've 
you've got a bit more awareness around the macronutrient and you know where it comes from and you're shopping differently and you're buying these um, food sources in, then we can start to see on the tracking app whether your protein is increasing. And then we're able to look at patterns like, do we see it spike during the weekends? Does it drop during the week? Why is that? Um, this is what a good coach will do and they'll see these patterns and look for these patterns and give you kind of ideas around how to increase it and where you need to increase it um yeah do you tend to like skip breakfast um at the start of the week and you've noticed that your protein's low so then do we start to look at maybe we don't want to skip breakfast or maybe we want to add an additional snack in there which is high in protein which is going to help so yeah the, just starting to track will bring up these patterns and help you i suppose again raise awareness around what you're currently doing um, and seeing if it has increased i suppose my next tip that leads me on to actually planning meals around protein so your first thought for each meal should be what's my protein source within this meal and build the meal around that then so if we was to i've just wrote a little example here of, of like a typical maybe a typical day with three meals in so if we can try and ensure that we've got what at least one piece of protein per meal it's going to definitely help to um compound that uh protein you have per meal and then at the end of the day you're going to be in a better you're going to have a better chance of hitting that target that you've been set so yeah, so looking at like a typical day, let's say for example, we have three eggs for breakfast. That's probably around 18 grams of uh, protein. Uh, with your lunch, you might have a chicken breast in there. Again, I'm not going to tell you the full meal, but you might have chicken breast in there. Around 150 grams of chicken breast would give you 47 grams of protein. And then in your evening meal, there might be like a turkey steak in there which weighs 140 grams and that's going to give you 30 grams of protein so then three pieces of your, your three main protein sources in them three meals equates to 95 grams of protein that's without having any kind of carb source in there and at, with most carb sources there'll be a little bit of protein so whether it's rice pasta whatever you have quinoa whatever it is um, there'll be a little bit of protein in there as well so that'll bump it up a little bit more uh, but just based off them three sources you can get 95 grams of protein if we was then to maybe add um, again on this example i've just added one scoop of protein to that um, as like a snack in between if you have that with if you've got the calories available and you have that with milk that's going to add a little bit more protein but you're probably looking then at around 120 grams of protein for that day which is quite a good good amount to have, uh, depending what your actual total is, what you're trying to aim for. You, I'd say for most people, definitely most people I train, that's quite a high target to aim for. Anyone like that's a huge bodybuilder um, and eating stupid amounts of protein, that's probably a meal for them. Um, but yeah, the people I'm working with, that's quite a high target. I think my current target is 150 if i remember rightly 
Um, so yes, 120 is quite a decent amount to, to get. And just raising awareness and making sure that you're building each meal you have each day around protein as your first um, macronutrient to go in there. We still want carbs, we still want fats within the meal, but think first, think protein first. It just helps to build that meal because there's so many people, a lot of people I've worked with and worked with currently and worked with in the past, um, some meals there'll be uh, next to no protein in there and it's kind of all carbs and fats and that's a meal gone, you're full um, and you've missed out on a window of getting a certain amount of protein and then by the end of the day you've ended up on 40 odd grams of protein for your full day and yeah it's easily done because some meals just are very very low in protein even if you're not um, vegetarian or vegan um, you can go through days where if you just have like a pasta let's say for example you skip breakfast you might have like a i don't know tomato cheese and tomato pasta for dinner and um maybe some sort of rice dish with vegetables at night you probably got next well you will have protein in there but very very little um so it's very easily done to to drop to have low levels of protein and hopefully you know from listening to this podcast before how important protein is uh, not only for repair and recovery but it helps a massive amount to keep you satiated so if you are most people are trying to lose body fat who listen to this podcast uh, if you are one of them people including it is going to help with that side it's not just all about building muscle and recovery um, it's going to help with them sides um, my wife always pulls her face when i say you need to increase your protein you need to increase your protein she pulls her face but she understands how important it is um, but it's probably annoying living with me saying that so she's probably got a point uh, but yeah it is important and then um, moving on to the next bit um, yeah so it's funny actually that you, you'll find a lot of because I do do a little bit of research sometimes for these um, for these episodes sometimes I just wing it as you probably know but yeah, I just did a little bit of a Google search to see what, like increasing protein intake, just to see what came up really, to see kind of what Google was saying and what the highest rated um, posts were saying. And I kid you not, the first one, um, I can't remember what, they did like a 10 step list. I can't remember what number one was, I should remember. Um, Number two was snack on cheese. That is crazy. That is crazy advice. Snack on cheese. Um, and I was like, right, I need to do some, some. Uh, I need to get some stats and some facts for you to, to go off on this. Um, but yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that it said snack on cheese. Cheese does contain protein, by the way. Um, and per 100 grams cheddar cheese, for example, did it say cheddar cheese? No, it just said snack on cheese. Um, cheddar cheese per 100 grams contains 25 grams of protein. 25 grams of protein is brilliant. If you compare that to... Uh, I've got a list here. Let's have a look. Compare that to tuna. There's 24 grams of... 
So pretty much the same grams of um, protein in a tin of tuna per 100 grams. However, 100 grams of um, cheddar cheese will contain 402 calories. So snack on that, why don't you, if you're trying to lose body fat? Crazy advice. Whereas, let me have a look at tuna per 100 grams. Um, probably should have had this up. Uh, how much protein? 144 calories. So I think if your goal is fat loss, snacking on cheese is probably not the best advice to give someone. Will it increase their protein intake? Eating 100 grams will. But if you're eating 100 grams of cheese, um, I don't think you're going to want to sit there and snack on 100 grams of cheese. Maybe some people would. Um, but it comes with a price of 402 calories. Snack on a tin of tuna, if you want to do that randomly, would give you the same amount of protein for 144 calories. So yeah, I just had to bring that one up because that was a crazy piece of advice that I saw online. Um, and just to compare it as well, then I thought I want to compare it to um, chicken as well. So um, per 100 grams of chicken, you'd also get you'd get more protein you get 31 grams of protein and that would only be 165 calories so you can just see how much crazy advice that was to snack on cheese um if you want to increase your protein do not snack on cheese um yeah just don't snack on cheese and then um another thing that came up as well and i, I do hear this a lot there's a lot of um advice of nuts is like a good uh, good source of protein which there is again there is protein within nuts if we look at um the list i've got here again like almonds 21 grams of protein within almonds which sounds brilliant just looking at that you think oh, i'll just have loads of almonds that's per 100 grams but again 100 grams of almonds is 626 calories so nuts although they contain higher amounts of protein in higher quantities the fat they contain just defeats the object of trying to get your protein high if the goal is fat loss um, because you're getting almost 50 grams of fat within that 100 grams of um, almonds so again 662 626 calories is probably not a good thing to snack on if your goal is fat loss but again it does depend on the goal but just be wary if if the if your snacks in between meals are going to be nuts because they do contain calorie um protein just make sure that you portion control that and always weigh nuts things like oils fats nuts always weigh them just so you know the amount you're having because it's so easy to overconsume them and before you know it when the goal is fat loss you just calories just shoot right up um but yeah, I wanted to bring them two up because that is a very common one um, to increase your amount of nuts you eat. But snack on cheese is a new one for me. Um, but yeah, don't snack on cheese. If you learn anything from this podcast, don't snack on cheese if the goal is fat loss. I think that's the bit I'm going to end you end on with. So yeah, hope you've enjoyed this. Again, like I said right at the start, nothing like 
out of the ordinary here. You just want to raise awareness of where protein comes from. That allows you to build a good shopping list to, to get these foods in. Plan your meals around protein is really important. Track is Tracking is not necessary, but it's definitely helpful to see how much you're having and to see whether this little plan has worked and it has increased. And yeah, don't snack on cheese. So thanks for listening and I'll catch you in the next one. See you soon.